Are you ready for the word? Praise him. This is Pastor Pearson of Word Faith Christian Center here in sunny San Antonio, Texas. A Bible-believing, Bible-teaching church where Jesus Christ is Lord and you'll never be bored. I want to welcome all of you back to our radio broadcast that I pray is being a blessing to you and yours. So sit back and relax as I bring a message from the Word of God just for you. But please, please, please have an ear to hear what the Lord is about to say. Because if you do, I guarantee that you'll be blessed today. So without further ado, let me bring today's message to you. It's called Pathways to Increase Intimacy with God. Brothers and sisters, it's true. God strongly desires to have an intimate relationship with me and you. That's one of the reasons why he sent Jesus to Calvary's tree, to pay sins dead in full for you and me, and make that opportunity of increased intimacy with God available to you and me. But unfortunately, although that opportunity is there, most Christians don't seem like they even care. They don't look to have and enjoy an intimate relationship with God. And if they do, they don't know how to. The Bible tells us that there are proven pathways that we can take to increase the intimacy of relationship with us and God. All of us who are the children of God should want to know what those pathways are so that we can do what we need to do to have and enjoy increased intimacy with God like He wants to do with me and you. So we can benefit even more than we already do from the relationship that we have with the God who loves me and you. So without further ado, let me share today's message with you. It's called Pathways to Increase Intimacy with God. But before I do, I got a question to ask you. Are you ready for the word? Because ready or not, here it comes. Daniel chapter 9. Mm-hmm. He said, yes, yea, while I was speaking in prayer, even the man Gabriel, whom I had seen in the vision at the beginning, praise God. Hurry up, young man, come hurry up. Excuse me, don't walk over right now, hurry up. I need you to handle that for me, please. Thank you. Yeah, while I was speaking in prayer. That even in that. He said, he said, yay. While I was speaking in prayer, even the man Gabriel, whom I had seen in the vision at the beginning, being caused to fly swiftly, touched me about the time of the evil ovation. And he informed me and talked with me and said, oh, Daniel, I am now come forth to give thee skill and understanding. That word skill means to be circumspect. Hence, intelligent, circumspect, hence, intelligent. Circumspect, of course, means watchful and discreet. That I'm going to show you things so that you can be able to see what's going on. You can be able to understand what's going on. You can be able to discern between what's going on and what shouldn't be going on, what's right and what's wrong. Then I'm going to come and holler at you. I'm going to come and talk to you and give thee skill and understanding. That word understanding means knowledge. Then I'm going to give you knowledge. Blessed be the name of the Lord. At the beginning... Of thy supplication, the command came forth. Y'all didn't hear that. He said, at the beginning of thy supplication, the command came forth. And I am come to show thee, for thou art greatly beloved. Did you hear the reason why? For thou art greatly beloved. 
Wait a minute, beloved, with who? With the same one that gave the command. So as soon as the words left his lips, God said, go do it. Go handle it. Tell it. Handle it. Take, it, take care of that right now. As soon as the prayer came forth, God said, go handle it right now. That when you pray, God starts telling people, go handle that. Go take care of that. Go solve that. Go provide them what they need. He needed wisdom. He said, go give him wisdom. What do you need? He asked God for wisdom. God gave him wisdom. What do you need? He asked God for wisdom. God gave him wisdom. What do you need? Lord, I'm doing my best. I'm doing my best. Praise God. I'm teaching them about prayer. I'm teaching them that you said call unto you. I'm teaching them that you said that when the words leave their lips, you're going to send somebody to handle it. Try it again. I'll try it again. That when he, he needed wisdom, he asked God for it. He called upon God. And the moment the words left his lips, God solved it. What do you need? What do you need? <laughs> I'm telling you, suddenly this is going to start happening. We move on. We just... Amen. He gave him wisdom and understanding. Praise God. Go, go to verse 23. He said, at the beginning of thy supplication, the commandment came forth. And I am come to show thee, for thou art greatly beloved. I'm about to show you something because of how beloved you are. Therefore, understand the matter. That word understand means to separate mentally. That is to distinguish. I'm about to allow you the ability to be able to distinguish between what is and what is not. That's what he needed. And consider the vision. Or the same word, to separate mentally. That is to distinguish. Because he had a vision. I need to understand what this vision is. He gave him clarity on that vision. Why? Because he asked for it. Daniel chapter 10. He called upon God. Daniel chapter 10. Verse 11. See, Daniel prayed. Prayer was answered. The day he prayed it. We'll start at verse 10. It says, and behold, a hand touched me. He kids keep on being touched. Which set me upon my knees and upon the palms of my hand. Power was so strong that when it touched him, it knocked him down to his knees. And he said unto me, O Daniel, a man greatly beloved. Remember, Daniel used to pray all the time. Remember, Daniel got busted for praying. He was a praying man. Praise God. A man greatly beloved. Understand the words that I speak unto thee. And stand upright, for unto thee am I now sent. And when he had spoken this word unto me, I stood trembling. Then said he unto me, Fear not, Daniel, for from the first day that thou didst set thine heart to understand and to chasten thyself before thy God, thy words were heard, and I am come for thy words. Who's he come for? Thy words. Thy words. I am come for Thy words that he moved based upon the words that were spoken. That the angel moved based upon the words that were spoken. The ones that he spoke to God. As soon as he heard the words, he moved. As soon as he heard the words, he moved. And he came for thy words. 
I'm coming for your words. But the prince of the kingdom of Persia withstood me one in 20 days, 21 days. But lo, Michael, one of the chief priests came to help me. And I remained there with the king of Persia. Now I am come to make thee understand what shall befall thee, what shall befall thy people in the latter days, for yet the vision is for many days. Ooh, I like that. See, even when it seems like God hasn't answered your prayers, the day that you prayed, God put your answer into motion. Now, although Satan may try to get in the way, you just keep thanking God for the answer. And your answer will come. Because Daniel continued to pray, continued to give thanks to God, continued to do what he told him to do. And what that did is not just send the answer, but it sent the one that was going to get the answer through. Because every once in a while, the devil gets in the way of your answer. He can't stop it, but he can get in the way of it. But when he steps up, God sends more help through and send him through. I like this. He sent Michael. Now, he sent Gabriel. Gabriel is a messenger angel. That's what he does. He's good at what he does. Because whatever God makes, he's good at what he does. But Lucifer was the one that was in the way. Lucifer was once an archangel also. He was an angel that provided praise and worship. He provided praise and worship. So here is a messenger being stopped by a messenger. A person who is doing praise and worship, he stops, you know, is a music angel. He's stopping the messenger angel. Why? Because one's good at one thing, one good at another, but they negate one another. So it's stuck right there. But God said, ain't no problem. I'm going to send Michael. Because Michael was a warrior angel. And he was good at what he does. That's why as soon as Michael showed up, the prayer got through. The answer got through. Because the devil can't stop the one that God sends to be able to make sure it gets through. See, I don't care what the devil does to try to stop you from getting your answer. God has got something in his back pocket strong enough to handle that which gets in the way. You just continue to give thanks. Because the moment you pray, God, the moment you pray, God sent your answer. Y'all not hearing me up in here. <laughs> Turn to Matthew chapter 7. We're almost through. Praise God. Matthew chapter 7. Hallelujah. God must not answer me. Oh, he heard you. Just keep giving thanks. So that Michael can come and bust up anybody that's in the way of what's happening to you. Matthew chapter 7. Jesus speaking, letters in red. I ain't lying. He said in verse 7, look, ask, and it shall be given and it shall be given you. Seek, and ye shall find. Knock, and it shall be opened unto you. Why is that? For everyone that asketh receiveth. He said, everyone. That word everyone right there means all, any, every, and the whole. It means all, any, every, and the whole, which means all people who ask. 
Any person that asks, every person that asks, even if the whole ass, the whole, as in everybody at the same time, it ain't like God says, I'm overloaded. Take a number and start taking doing people like you at the fish market or, or at CPS or something. Praise God, one at a time. God said, I'm big enough to handle all y'all at all times. And still feed the sparrows. Praise God. For everyone that asks, receiveth. And he that seeketh, findeth. And to him that knocketh, it shall be opened. He said that to you. That's a promise that God gave you. But right after that, Jesus then begins to explain to the disciples the absurdity of thinking that a man or woman of God can ask God something and not get it. After that, he begins to start explaining the absurdity of thinking for a half a second that if you ask it, you ain't going to get it. That's when he verse starts in verse 9. Or what man is there of you whom if his son asks bread will give him a stone? Or if he asks a fish, will give him a serpent. If ye then being evil know how to give good gifts unto your children, how much more shall your father, which is in heaven, give good things to them that ask him? He said, if you being evil, everybody said, oh Lord. Oh, Lord. Now, now that, that word evil don't mean what you think. It is in God's eyes, but it don't mean what you think. This speaks of being degenerated from original virgin virtue. Degenerated from original virtue. In other words, if you be less of a person than me, much less less of a person than you're supposed to be. If you, in your degenerated state, will come through for your child, when you ask, which it degenerate itself, how much more me, who is in heaven, who owns the earth, that controls everything, that is not flawed or limited in anything, how much more if you do it for your kids that I won't do it for mine? Like you would come through quicker for yours than I come through for mine. When I'm in the perfect state and you in the degenerated state. How you would come through quicker for your kids than I come through for mine. That when your kids call upon you, that you won't watch three programs on TV and then eventually come to where they are when they was in trouble. When I'm in my perfect state, hear everything you say. See everything you do. See it even before it even gets to you. That when I hear it comes from your lips, what makes you think I won't come through? How absurd is that? How crazy of a thinking is it to think that the God that loves you, that controls heaven and earth, that you just got a couple dollars and you'll come through you got a job and you'll come through. I own everything. I ain't waiting on my next paycheck. 
ain't waiting for my income tax check. I'm not waiting to go to the bank to get it. I hold the hearts of all the kings in my hand. And I turn them any which way I want, not which way I can. Is anybody hearing the Lord up in here? That's why he would say, I'm not slack concerning the promises I made to you. I'm not slack concerning how quickly I will come through. You better recognize and change your mind and begin to start seeing me for who I really am. That I may do for you what it is that I promised you the way that I said I will do. Because those folk walk around thinking that God don't come through. But the problem is, is they've been looking at his kids who don't believe he'll really do what he said he'll do. But oh, if we allow that mindset to change. Oh, then all our situations will quickly change. That we will go from little to a lot. <laughs> we'll go from a little to a lot. Quickly. You don't, ask, you don't believe me? Ask a guy by the name of Mephibosheth. Who went from being broke, separated from his family, hiding from the king, to overnight being in charge of just about everything. Went from rags to riches. Overnight. Why? Because of a man who had a covenant with somebody's daddy. When you got a covenant with God himself. <laughs> He's trying to get folk to change their mind. Is anybody hearing me up in here? Trying to get folk to change their mind. Quit thinking limited about what I'll do. Quit thinking that I will slowly, eventually, and maybe even won't come through. Because that's not the way I think about you. My desire is to come through. My desire is to do what I said I'll do. Now come on believe that I will do that I said I'll do. And don't think that it'll happen one day. Consider it possible, feasible, that I can do it today. Is anybody hearing what the Lord has to say? <laughs> Seek me, you'll find me. That's what he said. He said, if you being evil will give good gifts to yours, how much more will I come through for you? How much more will I come through for you? I tell you how much more. God said, my thoughts are as high above yours as the heaven is from the earth. The Bible says in Ephesians chapter 3, verse 20, how much more? Turn there, please. Then we close. Ephesians chapter 3, verse 20, this how much more? Ephesians chapter 3, verse 20. Shatadabosa. Your father said to you, that my now unto him that is able to do exceeding Abundantly 
above all that you can even ask or think according to the power that works within you. What's the power that works within you? The faith in what he'll do. Your idea of what he'll do for you. And if that idea is set by God, then it's big enough to get a God-sized blessing through. God wants to do exceeding abundantly above all you can ask or think according to the power that will work within you. In such a way where you will be thinking that God will come through. God said, I'm going to come through quicker than that. You're going to think that God will come through with enough. God said, I'm going to come through with more than that. That you'll be thinking that God can be able to handle everything. God said, I'll handle everything for you and everything for many people through you. Because I'm prepared to do exceeding abundantly above all that you can even ask or think. Your thinking is bottom level of what he wants to do for you. Your thinking is the bottom level. It's the basement of what God's, what God's got planned for you. Your thinking don't even cut it. God said, if you can think it, that's not even where I am. If you can, if you can think it, that, that's too small for me. That's too slow for me. That ain't enough. That, that's not me. I'm prepared to, you, you just give me my base by thinking what you think and ask what you ask. I'm going to take it farther than that. I'm going to make it bigger than that. Ha ha ha. I'm going to do more than that. Y'all not hearing me up in here. Anybody hearing me up in here? He's going to do bigger than that. Come on now, you can think big. But that's pea-sized to God. You can ask big. Now, now, can 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 I qualify things? You can ask big as you want to. But your faith is what limits what is going to happen. A lot of people know how to ask Mercedes, but they believe bicycle. Is anybody here? <laughs> so let me just qualify things before you just get to slanging out stuff with your mouth that, you, that your faith can't match. Is anybody here? I take the pause button off now because I'm a pastor, praise God. I got I to gotta keep things in a way that you can work with me. Praise God. So you don't be coming and trying to counsel with me later. Saying, Pastor, I thought you said I could ask anything. I'm like, hey, get them that CD on that night. Listen to it right near the end. I told you that it's to the level of your faith. Praise God. Amen. Amen. <laughs> Y'all bet I was shoot. If that's the case, we just start swinging our words then. Wow. And don't believe in nothing you saying. Amen. I didn't mean to put a damper on your excitement. Praise God. Well, that's all that we have time for today. I hope that you are blessed by what the Word of God has to say. I hope that you're seeing that it's true, that God really does want to have an intimate relationship with me and you. I hope even more that you're being inspired to do what you need to do, to take advantage of the pathways of increased intimacy with God that the Bible shares with us that are there for me and you so that we can walk through into the awesome opportunity 
to be even closer to God like He wants us to do and enjoy the kind of life that can only happen when we're in a more intimate relationship with God that He wants with me and you. If you want to hear the message in its entirety, just contact the church office at area code 210-785-9238. That's area code 210-785-9238. Or write us at Word of Faith Christian Center, 1928 Bassett Road in San Antonio, Texas, 78213. We'd be more than glad to send it out your way right away. But it's always best when you can get it live. So if you're in or visiting San Antonio or surrounding areas, come on by and see us. We're located at 1928 Bassey Road in San Antonio, Texas, between West and Blanco. Service times are Wednesdays at noon, Thursday evenings at 6.45, Saturday afternoons at 4.30, and Sunday mornings at 8 and 11. If you don't have transportation and you're in need of a ride, we'll come to get you. We have a VIP transportation service that's available for every service. We'll pick you up, bring you to the church, and then drop you off at home after it's over. Just call the church office and arrange a ride. We'll be glad to come and get you. So come on through. You'll be blessed when you do, and we will too. And by the way, did you know that Are You Ready for the Word is on YouTube too. There's all kinds of messages there for you to hear and see on demand that'll flat out bless you. And when you get the chance, check out our website too. It's at WOFSA.com. That's the first letters of Word of Faith San Antonio. That's WOFSA.com. You'll be blessed there too. I guarantee you. Don't forget to tune into our broadcast tomorrow for more of this life-changing word we have in store for you. Call a neighbor, call a friend, tell them to tune in. But when you do, know that we're going to ask the same question of you. That is, are you ready for the word? Y'all stay blessed. See you tomorrow.